Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Salutations, possums. Welcome to the week seven game previews by Offensive Points. We are Offensive Points. We got Josh Hall in the upper left here. You guys can't see because you're listening on this on a podcast, but you can follow him <laughs> at Josh Hall STL. I'm here with Billy. You can follow him at Ombre Vendor and follow myself at OP Joe with two E's. Guys, go ahead and support your local uh public broadcasting radio station um go by our patreon it's you can follow it at the idp army on instagram it's on there you can buy the idp index and absolutely dominate all of your leagues with the most comprehensive tool in the business you can follow us on twitter at offensive points and at the idp army and please 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 be there sunday morning at 10 a.m for the q a live you guys can ask us anything you can ask us what, what underwear we're wearing. We'll tell you right yeah. there. 10 a.m. on Sundays. We're there on the IDP Army YouTube channel. Haynes, so bro. week seven game previews. You boys ready? I am. Yeah. And just a heads up, there was not an ad playing on your on your thing. We did a little lo-fi. We were just trying to get a little action into the NPR. Uh, just, just trying to calm the mood down because these slate of games are not calming by any means. I like the vibes. Yeah, I like the vibes. Um, yeah, I'll be there on Sunday. I hope to see one of you two gentlemen there, but. Who knows? The vibes are great. The games are bad. Ain't that the truth? Okay. Well, guys, let's just jump right into it. Um, why, why, why hold it off any longer? So first game on our slate of games this week is the Kansas City Chiefs going out to San Francisco to play the 49ers. Um, we're going to start. Uh, obviously, you're starting Pat Mahomes. So let's not get cute. Oh. There's no, no reason to uh, try to, you know, especially with the buys going on this week. I feel that playing such a controversial player like Pat Mahomes, you know, best not. Um, I'm also going to say Jimmy Garoppolo is a start this week as well. Um, I I think that he found something last week when they were playing the Falcons. They lost the game, but I think he saw something playing the Falcons. Uh, Brandon Ayuk, welcome back. I know that's a wide receiver, but, you know, it was good to see Garoppolo had a little bit of a connection with an old friend. Let's put it that way. Um, And then, obviously, you're going to start Kelsey Kels, and then you're going to start Kittle as well. Yeah, that's pretty easy for you. I didn't really think yeah. about that. Not, not um, really that big of a deal in this one. Well, I think one of the reasons that uh, Garoppolo had such <clears throat> success was because the run game was non-existent. Uh, Kyle's use check was he scored the most points of any running back on San Francisco last week. And uh, yeah, it's looking bad right now. Um, it, Jeff Wilson lost the ball. and They basically just kind of stopped using him. Uh, Tevin Coleman had that dominant performance against Carolina. Then he did nothing with the ball in his hand against Atlanta. And rookie to uh, Tyrion Davis Price is coming back, and he's working back from his injury. So, um, I, if anyone's a player, it's Jeff Wilson, um, just because you think that he regains this. 
But uh, you can think about Tevin Coleman, um, but I'm kind of just out on the backfield this week. I think it's going to be more of a throwing game. They're going to be down, other unless you're kind of desperate. Um, and then, honestly, KC's running game is no no better anyway. Um, Edwards Alaire's hot streaks come to an end at this point, and I, I kind of told you all that it was too good to be true from the beginning. But uh, he's consistently being outsnapped by McKinnon, and Pacheco and Sky Moore are running more and more reps out of the backfield. Sorry, Joe, I know you're going to talk about him. Uh, but personally, you should have just sold Edwards Alaire when you had the chance, and now you're screwed. Uh, just kidding. CH makes an arguable flex play at any given moment just because of this high-powered offense. Uh, but has only 10 rushes in one game so far. So you're not happy about it. So in my opinion, you, you sit him. Same concept for McKinnon, not doing anything meaningful with his snaps right now. Um, and I personally think it's time to pick up Pacheco. You're not starting him, but I think it's time to pick him back up. I think it's, I think this is the time where it kind of turns to him before too long uh, and how inconsistent the other two have been. I think it's time for him to get some reps. I agree with you. I like Pacheco a lot. I like Pacheco a lot. So um, guys, Kansas City is getting absolutely torched on by wide receivers i absolutely love debo in this one i think he has a monster game and brandon aik had a great game last week i don't really expect that to continue he's a wide receiver too kind of a flex guy he's going to get you that 10 to 13 points i don't think he's going to get the two touchdowns he had last week on the kansas city side juju finally had a big one going five for 113 and a touch unfortunately most of that was on one play so um, you know, it's Kansas city. They're going to spread it around. We saw Hardman get in the end zone. I do like Hardman. He seems to be taking on more and more work. Uh, MBS, you know, we haven't seen, there's going to be a monster MBS game sometime, but good luck pegging that one down. And then sky Moore, Josh, you brought him up. He's playing about 30% of snaps and he's kind of just hovering around there. I would love to see them get him more involved, but Definitely, if he's on your waiver wire, grab him, but you're nowhere near starting him. And I don't even think you can use him in daily um, just because he's not playing enough. He's going to have a breakout game, or at least he needs to, because when he has the ball in his hands, he looks awesome. But I'm kind of avoiding everyone on Kansas City here. San Fran is a tough defense. Yeah, MVS actually had the most fantasy points, I think, of all the wide receivers before Juju's big game. So he was actually doing the most consistent. Unfortunately, it was still like seven points a game, eight points a game. Um, but yeah, Juju did break one finally and it's good for him. And then Hardman got his Teddy too. So, um, most consistent, I should say for MVS, but yeah, I, I think you're sitting all the wide receivers on KC unless you're just, you're in a bi-week scramble. Basically Juju, I guess is arguable. Juju is a good flex spot. I don't, I don't think he's completely lost his value yet. I think, I hope last week's game was kind of an awakening for him. If anything. Yeah, we're hoping we didn't hoping, touch on hoping. the bye weeks this week. We got the Bills. We got oh, yeah. Diggs Davis on a bye. We got Cooper Cup on a bye. We got Justin Jefferson. We got Dalvin Cook. We got the Eagles with Sanders, you know, AJ Brown, Devonta Smith, the, team. the tight ends. Yeah, I mean, we're missing some huge firepower this week. So it's understandable yeah. if you have to start one of these guys, but we don't really like them. Honestly, uh, if it weren't for the Rams, this is the best slate of or the best team on teams on buys right now. Um, five and one, five and one, six and oh, and then the Rams. Yeah. So you are missing a lot <laughs> of players right now. Should have so. been, should have been. Well, I mean, it's still too. Cooper cup though. And even Higby, I mean, are definitely fancy relevant. So, I mean, it definitely, you're, we're missing yeah. a lot of key stars this week. Okay. Well, this game, I think the chiefs win. Yep. I'm on it. Yeah. I actually back. think the 49ers give it to them though. And I think it's a lot closer than people think. I think oh, the 49ers, I think so too. Yeah. I think the 49ers, they, they had some bad luck against Atlanta there, but I think that they will play a little better defense. But Mahomes, yeah, rolls. KC favored by two and a half. So good. Hopefully, close. They kept it close. Only okay. two and a half. 
Yeah, I know, right? Kind of a kind of a small one, but they are on the road, so they're just giving the no. road team or the home team a little little favorable one there. All right, we're moving on to the Seahawks versus the Chargers. This one is in LA. Uh, it's going to be full of Seahawks fans. I'm not going to be, you know, we're not going to beat around the bush. It's going to be a home game for Seattle. That's a very easy traveling situation there for them. Um, so in this game, you're going to start Geno Smith. I, I can't. I, there's nothing about Geno Smith that will ever make me feel like he's for sure the uh, for sure starter. I, I don't care how many good games he's had this season that's kept him relevant in fantasy. But he he's always the just Cornell Patterson. Of he just always exactly. He just always seems to get it done, and for that reason, he's got to be in there. Um, Charger side, obviously Justin Herbert. He's had a, he he looked hurt in that last game against Denver. I don't know if you all were noticing that too. Some of those throws just didn't look good, and he was really just checking down a lot to Eckler and people that were very close to the line of scrimmage. Did not really seem like he had quite the arm to get some of those. Long throws out there. I'm surprised they haven't announced that he has an injury yet. Like it's well, really kind of has, concerning. He does have the cracked ribs, so I mean those are going to well, bother and him for a while. Maybe that may maybe that's still what's going on here. But it, I don't know. He just hasn't looked that bad until this past game against Denver. Um, that I was really that concerned. We kind of touched was on in it. His grill the entire yeah. time too. So well, yeah, Denver's got a good defense. But we kind of touched on it like too. He had 280 yards or something along those lines, and then he had like 120 yards in passing uh, penalties. So like he actually had a really good game and would have if they actually like. I mean, obviously they didn't finish very well, uh, but he actually didn't have that bad of a game. It was just one of those weird fantasy anomalies. I guess he, him not throwing a touchdown concerning denver's defense good they're not that good to keep hitting out of the end zone oh they shouldn't be anyway but here we are um gerald everett's been kind of a revelation this season he still is getting quite a few targets so you're gonna put him in there seahawks tight ends just no i don't want any part of that at all um i will say before we move on from this is that uh los angeles does not have their kicker he got hurt in that last game and he's out two to four weeks so I think they're going to go for it a lot more, which may mean more production from the quarterback position because they're not going to kick a field goal. Um, so they're going to be going for it more. So I will mention that that is a, a one more reason where LA chargers players might have a little bit of an advantage. Yeah. And Joe with that awesome win with the two kickers, uh, <clears throat> who would have guessed that the kickers were going to score the most out of that team. Uh, but anyway, so <laughs> yeah, you did, you did, you got it. Perfect. Um, no, anyway, so into the running backs, this one's pretty easy. Uh, Eckler's an RB one and he shows no signs of stopping. So, uh, it doesn't really matter if it's on the ground or through the air. So this team runs through him at this point with, uh, Herbert's injury. I'm not really quite sure why Isaiah Spiller hasn't touched the ball yet, but Sony and Kelly haven't done anything in my eyes to prove that they deserve to be on the field. So, I mean, we're going to see him eventually and hopefully it's something good. Um, and then Seattle, uh, Kenneth Walker, back-to-back great games for the Rook. And you're firing them up again against the 30th-ranked rushing defense, bringing us to our first awesome possum play of the week. DJ Dallas has only touched the ball two times in the last two weeks and no threat to Walker for the foreseeable future. You're firing up a daily everywhere. The awesome possum Kenneth Walker. Mm-hmm. Guys, Keenan Allen's back in this bitch. We're starting Finally. him. Get him in your lineups, man. Um Mike Williams is usable here. Uh, Tariq Wollin should see the matchup there, and he's been pretty damn solid, and we all know how Joe feels about Mike Williams, so you're going to use him. Just don't – just temper your expectations. Palmer, very unlikely to repeat his success with Keenan Allen back, so he's going back to your bench. 
Um, I'd actually try to trade him, honestly. He's young, but you could probably get something for him, especially after last game. You're playing Lockett. You're playing Metcalf. The Chargers absolutely suck. So I don't get it. J.C. Jackson and, and Asante, Asante Samuel. Samuel Jr. I don't get it. They uh, And Derwin James is back there. Yeah, but they suck. Who knows? I thought this defense was going to be the best defense in the league. I was so wrong. Me too. I'll eat I was snagging them everywhere, man. Khalil Mack. Like... Speaking of, it's time for me to pay up on a fireball bet from last week or two weeks ago or something. I don't know. Isn't it? It is. I, don't, I mean, I don't remember what it was, but I'm gonna I was wrong. With you, Josh. I was wrong about something, and I owe. Let me go back and look. Nothing written down. Good, good audio for me. You pay, the page flipping made the drinks sound a little bit better. I know. Where did I write? I, I had all this stuff written down places, but I guess I just keep forgetting. We'll, we'll where get they to actually it. Does, does Chargers? Uh, do they? They win. Chargers win. Okay. You like Chargers? I like Seahawks. I, the Seahawks. I just I can't get. I think them. with Keenan Allen back, that's my thing. Is he's coming <clears> back <throat> here? It's really gonna. It's gonna be. That's what they've been missing this whole time. Like Mike Williams is good. Last year when they lost Keenan Allen for a bit, I think he was out for a couple games. Mike Williams had really good games, but like it was only for a couple games. This has been like the entire season right now. Like they didn't establish dominance yet. So and then not to mention Herbert's injury. So it's weird that they're four and two. By the way, I'm just gonna throw really that is. out there. It seems it does, much worse than that. It feels like they're two and four, or three and three, but they're actually four and two, which is just shocking. I, I actually was looking at rank like the standings, and, and a lot of them didn't make sense to me. I was like, oh wow, they really haven't won that many games, or they have won that many games. Like the Giants, yeah. for example. Which, mm-hmm. no. yeah, Giants juggernaut. All right, let's move on to the Lions versus the Cowboys. This is in Dallas um, this weekend. Um, welcome back, Dak. He's he's good to go in your lineups as long as he's healthy. You're going to put him out there like that. That's just the short and pretty of it. Uh, Dalton Schultz, if he is still on your roster uh, after a couple of frustrating weeks where he has been uh, unable to play. You should start him with Dak. With Dak in there, he is good. With Cooper Rush in there, he is not good. So if he's in there, you're good to go. Uh, Lions, I think Goff and Hawkinson are still good plays. I know that the Cowboys defense has been tricky uh, this year, and a lot of teams have had a couple of struggles with them, and the Lions won't, you know, will be one of those teams that has struggles with them. But the offense is going to have to keep up here. I don't. I mean, I don't think this is going to be a very high-scoring game, but I do think uh, targeting a healthy Hawkinson after the bye week will be good. And a couple of the ancillary pieces that you two will get into for them, I think, will boost the value of golf as well. Would you say Dak is an awesome possum play of the week? Yes, he was. My bad. Yes, Dak Prescott is. The- <laughs> wow, you read his mind, Joe. You are. Man, yes. I'm right there with him. I, I appreciate you saying that, Joe. Yes, Dak Prescott is the awesome possum play of the week. If he's healthy, this line defense can't seem to stop a flies, or I don't even know if that's a saying, but can't seem to stop anyone. So I like it. Can't seem to stop a fly. T-shirt. Throw him out there. The the Lions will let your team have points. Also, thank you to whoever dropped Dak week two. Uh, I got to pick him up, and that was really phenomenal. So I have him and Burrow just sitting on a team together. So it's really nice of you. Um, I'm thinking about it, but let's see what happens first. Anyway, um, running back-wise, assuming everything goes according to plan, we got DeAndre Swift back, too. Uh, He should be back in action and sidelined with that shoulder injury for the last two weeks. I'm really certain that it wasn't that bad. I think they just wanted him to be fully healthy, and they had the bye week coming up, so they just took a couple days there. Um, so expect him to pick up right where he left off tearing through defenses. 
And don't be fooled by the Cowboys' fourth-ranked rush defense. Uh, it is decent, but the Eagles and Commanders had no trouble ripping through the big guys. So uh, Jamal can still play, but you should expect his workload to lighten. Um, you could hope for that touchdown, and if you are in a desperation situation, I get it. Uh, but Swift is going to be back, and I actually really love him as a daily play because a lot of people might be a little worried about the injury coming back. Did not put him as an awesome possum play of the week. We already built that. But um, And then Dallas, to answer anyone's question, Zeke and Pollard are always going to be at minimum flex plays, uh, unless you have something better, of course. If you're sitting with three running backs ahead of them, I get it. Uh, but Zeke had the touchdown against the Eagles, but they're in a true sp split workload. It's 10 carries plus and then a couple of passes. Um, they could do anything with that. They're both um, at least decent players. And uh, I think Pollard has a little bit more explosion, obviously. But with Dak kind of returning here, I think this is just getting better for the pair backs. So you're going to want to play him. I just don't know why you ever sat him because I'll take 10 every day. I'd take 10 too. <clears throat> yeah. So guys, DVD Lamb is getting his normal 10 targets a game. And against Detroit with a healthy Dak, that should be absolutely amazing. Lamb is a wide receiver one and good for my awesome possum wide receiver of the week. Uh, Gallup is seeing the majority... He's pretty much just taken over Noah Brown's work. I mean, at this point, he had seven targets last week. Noah Brown had two. So I like Gallup to get deep for a big touchdown in this one. Uh, if you're using him in a daily tournament play, I do like him a lot. And Gallup could be used as a flex. I'm just very confident in Michael Gallup this week. Um, Dallas really doesn't have anyone that could guard Amon Ross. So I like firing him up confidently. Raymond and Charker sits and Reynolds has actually been seeing a ton of work. He's been averaging like 9.2 targets a game or something. So he could be used as a flex. I like Josh Reynolds. Also, uh, don't forget about Jameson Williams who will play this year in quotations. I don't know what that means, but that, that, report came that out inspires today. confidence, right? There. I don't know what right. that means, but it definitely doesn't mean he's back yet. So he yeah. is available to be off the pup list this week, starting this week. Uh, but he is not at the moment. So keep an eye out on him and on waivers because he can be a big playmaker, and if anything were to happen to Amon Ra or Hawkinson or something, he steps into a huge workload right away. I, yeah, I cannot believe that he is not back. That is... I mean, he did tear his ACL in January, but at the same time, he it's, did. Been a, it's been a while. But They have no reason to really rush him. Well, they're the so, ones that said six, six, week six. So it wasn't us. They said after the bye yeah. week, he'd be good. That was not... You know, we didn't make that up. So, very odd. But Cowboys win this. Yep. I got the Lions winning this game. Damn. I hope. I hope so. I think I, I Dak looks that. terrible before the injury. I think Dak has a good game because the defense is bad, but I think the Lions offense uh, scores more than him. I think well, he has a, a little shaky first game back. As a lifelong Lions fan, hashtag one pride, I agree. I think that... Um, is that their hashtag? Yes, it is. <laughs> Did you look one it up? <laughs> <laughs> I just know them off the top of my head. Yeah, I know uh, all that team hashtags. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Um, but yes, uh, as a lifelong Lions fan, I agree. I think that my that dad would... would kick your ass for saying that he's actually a lifelong <laughs> Lions fan. It's been a rough road, man. It has. We should right... shut up that it's fight. It's our <laughs> buddy versus Billy. It's a rough road this year too. Believe me, as a fan, I, I, I know. Yeah, one and four, man. Rough. Hard to watch, but the good offense. Keep priding. Um, yep. <laughs> keep priding. Hashtag keep priding. <laughs> All right, moving on to browns versus ravens this will be played i don't even know where m&t bank stadium is baltimore. is that, is that baltimore okay yeah. my bad Actually, i usually know oh yeah where this is because <laughs> i saw it's paul brown stadiums where the browns play i forgot about that um anyway in this game uh in joku is incredibly you know 
shout out to our guy Kyle. He is actually a top eight tight end this year in Joku is. So start him. Um, Dude, but, a sheer trash at tight end, though. It is. And, I mean, he's you know, done okay. I can't I can't give him too much. Kyle credit. saw it coming from a mile away how trash the tight ends are going to be this year. So Love you, Kyle. Um, it's good to see that Brissett I don't want any part of at all. He is not good. And Watson cannot come back soon enough for this team because Brissett is running on fumes, as we all predicted, by the way. Um, on the Ravens' side, come on now. <laughs> you got Lamar Jackson, top two quarterback in fantasy and Mark Andrews top two tight end in fantasy. Obviously they're both starting. Wow. Weird. You don't want to, you don't want to say one of them. Mm, not this week. Maybe next week. Okay. okay. <laughs> we'll talk about it. I like it. We'll get there. Um, speaking of not sitting, uh, you're going to start Nick Chubb because he's the man. Um, and then Kareem Hunt on the other hand, I personally think he's out of the lineup this week. Um, I think there will be a, a candidate for here him being traded, and I have a feeling that these preseason rumors are going to, although relatively forgotten, are going to kind of come creeping back up uh, with a lot of teams being unhappy about their running back uh, situation. And I, I could see something similar to what happened with Melvin Gordon last week where we're just like, why is Hunt not in the game? Um, and I don't think you're desperate. If you have Hunt, you probably have other options. If you don't, obviously roll him out there. But um, I think Hunt actually gets uh to be on a team where he's in need and actually is utilized so i personally think you should trade for him that's one of my trades of the week i know that's not a thing we do but it is now okay i think you were making that awesome possum trade of the week awesome possum trade of the week trade for kareem hunt or maybe after the week when he doesn't do anything but i feel like those rumors uh, trade rumors have already started swirling so um and then baltimore we kind of talked about this in the first podcast uh so go check that out We'll, well you can go check it out there but um, I will say Gus Edwards is nearing his return and a uh, n- nice little awesome possum pickup of the week because <laughs> Dobbins is injured and Drake is not going to stay consistent. So I have so many awesome possum things. Well, Josh, to, to kind of piggyback off that, you know, with the cream hunt trade, the awesome possum stash of the week is Jerome Ford <laughs> on Cleveland. So get him on your taxi squad. Somehow oh, make a Lord trade. No one knows about this. So. That is they true. Jerome Ford out I, there. I just feel like we talked about Kareem Hunt being traded in the offseason and then everyone just forgot about it. And now there's this Cam Akers and Melvin Gordon unhappy. Like, I can't believe people are like, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, they, they should just trade straight up. And I'm like, did we all forget about Kareem Hunt? Like, he didn't get what he wanted. Like, Does he's Denver just trade there. for Cam Akers? He can't be that expensive. Uh, that's that's what uh, Twitter's the Twitterverse is calling for is just a straight up swap between Melvin Gordon and Akers, which honestly, I don't hate. Yeah. New scenery for both of them and give them a good shot. Just but... so they can start Lat Murray. <laughs> Just so Lat Murray can start over. Yeah. All right. So getting on to the wide receivers here. Uh, Amari is getting all the targets and I love it against Baltimore. Awesome possum wide receiver right there. So Wait, are you playing him a daily? Or are you picking him up? Or are you stashing? Or are you trading for him? Oh, he's my awesome possum daily play of the week. Okay. The Ravens are giving up bunches, and Amari has 12 targets in each of the last two games. Uh, Donovan Peoples-Jones, DPJ, has caught 13 for 193 in his past three games. So he is a possible flex start in absolute bi-week hell. Baltimore. Hmm. DJX to the moon. Just playing. Don't don't play DJX. Uh, I was uh, like, whoa. <laughs> no. Uh, Bateman is healthy now, and the Browns are beatable. I just don't know how comfortable I am starting Bateman in this one. And Duvernay missed practice today. He did get screwed out of a touchdown last week, uh, but he's still not getting used enough here. So I'm not playing any Baltimore wide receiver this week. Yeah, I, I'm, I would like to see Bateman come back for a game first and see if yeah. he's actually 
switched back in there. Fair enough. I hope Baltimore puts it on the Browns. I'm not going to lie to you. I got Baltimore coming back from that embarrassing loss last week. Yeah. No, we say that every week, but I guess I got Baltimore again. <laughs> it is true. Back to the well. If they lose this one, like in their division or whatever, this will be way more embarrassing than the Giants. At least the Giants are like weird. I this, think DJX gives them the spark they need. Not this week, but probably next. That week. would be it. Would be hilarious if like first play of the game, seventy-five yard bomb to DJX. Dude, it usually is. If it's going to be a Deshaun Jackson <laughs> game, you're seeing it on the first play. If not, well, you just stop yeah, watching. then he'll be on the bike for the rest of the game after that because he's thirty-five, <laughs> and I, you know, I've been there. He really will. <laughs> Speaking of the Giants, I did see a tweet that uh, Brian Dable is the best fat guy to happen in New York since Biggie. So that was was pretty awesome. (laughs) Uh, You're you're undefeated. Not wrong. Okay. On to the next game on our slate, and that's the Falcons versus the Bengals. Coming live to you from Paycor Stadium. I don't know. Cincinnati. I gotta pretend you know where that is. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. (laughs) Um, See, I wrote all the intros, guys, so I can I can tell you exactly. You can tell our intro guy is not on this. He took a week. I don't even know what stadiums these are. They're just names on a on a board to me. All right, so I gotta look up the weather for each of these games, which Josh didn't do. So I know it might rain there. We don't know. It's true. It's gonna (laughs) affect this team. Check your local weather reports. (laughs) Please do. Okay, so on the Bengals side of things. Uh, Joe Burrow, obvious start here. Um, Hayden Hurst, revenge game, quote him, maybe, maybe a little revenge action from Hayden Hurst. Um, I do think he's like a sneaky play. He is not the awesome possum play of the week, but he is an interesting DFS play if you are, um, needing a cheap tight end. Um, on the Falcon side of things, I will never trust Marcus Mariota in my entire life. I'll just refuse to do it. I, I can't do it. Won't do it. Can't do it. Tight end side of things, you're probably stuck with Kyle Pitts at this point, but Michael Pruitt, a little tight end controversy potentially. Um, both caught a touchdown last week. Both just seem as relevant as the other. Um, but you're probably stuck with Kyle Pitts, so Kyle Pitts it is. All right, I just did a little re- a weather research here. Uh, it's going to be super <clears throat> windy, 18-mile-per-hour winds in the Lions-Cowboys game, and then rain in the Browns-Ravens game. What's well, Falcons-Bengals? Mm. Uh, it, was, it was fine. okay well the weather will be fine 71 mostly cloudy seven miles per hour wind they'll be okay okay well i still don't trust marcus Mariota. i don't care if it was a beautiful sunny day it's gonna be a beautiful 70 day day. all right i like how you're filling in the weather now but well (laughs) i I didn't i didn't know i was in charge of this this is is new to me you're you're not supposed to take weeks off all right anyway Uh, running backs uh all the cincinnati managers especially Mixon managers need to just calm <coughs> down. This team is never going to be the explosive offense that they were last year. Opponents had a hard time or had had time now to study their film and they're pretty one dimensional throw deep balls to chase, which if you haven't noticed, hasn't been working this year. And yes, he had a big touchdown, but it was a broken cornerback uh, missed tackle. Uh, Mixon has remained a constant though. And I understand you drafted him in your first round and you probably shouldn't have. But you did, and here you are, and you're going to get at least 10 points out of them. So just calm down. A lot of people aren't even getting that out of their starting guys. Some people lost Javante for the year, so calm down. Uh, anyway, Atlanta's run game makes absolutely no sense to me. Maybe Cordell Patterson is just really that good because uh, he just made it look so easy. Easy, just Algier and Huntley are getting both full workloads at the same time and still can't do anything with them. 15 to 16 carries a game for each of them. 
And ev eventually, I feel like one of them's got to break something, but I just, for the life of me, can't tell you who it's going to be. So, um, and I don't think it's going to be this week since his rush defense has been pretty phenomenal and they have not allowed a hundred yard rusher this season. Although Kamara was damn close last week. Uh, so if you're in a pinch, throw one of them in your flex, but I'm not telling you you're, you're, ro you're rolling dice and you're probably going to add up to five. So hold on to both of them until you can kind of figure out who's going to be the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Helly looked damn good before, uh, they both just, look good, uh, but you look yeah. at the stats and it's 15 carries for 50 yards. Like, I don't yeah. know what to tell you. That's crazy. Uh, guys, Chase is going to absolutely follow up his big performance this week with another one here. The Falcons are getting torched. Saying that a lot this week. There's a lot of bad defenses out here. Torching. A lot of torching. Uh, Higgins is playing through an ankle injury, and it is definitely affecting him. He does not look right, but he did have 10 targets last week, so you're going to roll with him. Wide receiver two, flex. Don't be super confident, but Atlanta is not a good pass defense. Tyler Boyd has been really solid in PPR. It's going over 10 points in a lot of games here, so I like him. On the Falcon side, you can use Drake London as wide receiver two. The Bengals are pretty stingy, though, so I would not fault you for picking up somebody else. Fair enough. That's all I got. Um, Bengals. Nope. I got Bengals. I think they're. I think they finally found their groove, and I think Mixon has a really good game. But I didn't want to say that because <clears throat> I I wanted to piss people off. Fair enough. All right, on to the Sunday night football game live coming at you from Miami in Hard Rock Stadium. Uh, we have the battle, the battle of the the concussion protocol. So. <laughs> We got Kenny Pickett coming back uh, from a concussion, and you got Tua coming back from a concussion this week. And I don't think – I'm definitely not starting Kenny Pickett. I'm starting Tua. Uh, as far as the tight ends, I don't think I'm going to start one for Miami. I mean, Gesicki's been good the last couple weeks, and if you picked him up, you're probably thinking, finally, I've got a tight end I can trust. Well, Tua doesn't like Gesicki, and Mike McDaniels doesn't either. So – that has all just kind of been like random ball. And I don't think we're going to get that very much. I think we're going to go back to the wide receivers being the dominant people here. And then on the Steelers side of things, um, Zach Gentry was, a I, I thought, a good pickup last week in place of Fryermuth, but he didn't really do much. And I don't I don't know if I've seen if Fryermuth practiced yesterday or not, or, or not, but I don't think that he, even if he does play, I don't trust him against Miami's defense. Let's put it that way. I think if you've got Muth playing, you play him personally, though. I mean, you probably just, have, you to have to because be. you have him, yeah. but I'm, I don't know. Tight I get it. I get it if you don't want to. Um, also, it is a uh, nine mile per hour winds in a clear 78 degrees in Miami nice. at this time. Um, is are the sidelines going to be different temperatures? Or it's they, nighttime, so the sun shouldn't affect so too nope. much. That's good. That's good. is that a thing? Yeah, oh, yeah. The visitor sideline is right in the sun during a noon kick and um, the heat That's, can get quite outrageous. They that were saying, awesome. what was it like 110 for the Vikings? 110. Like 80 yes. for the Miami players. Yes. Nice. They're just calm chilling over there. And yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Uh, into the running backs. Of course, Najee scores the week that everyone probably sat him. Uh, but you know what else he did? Absolutely nothing. An uninspiring <laughs> year to say the least shades of Richard Mendenhall. If you know, you know, uh, this week looks tough again, uh, but unless you had Walker sitting on your bench for the beginning of the season, you most likely have to start Najee and hope he figures it out sooner rather than later, or the team for that matter. Um, and then getting into Miami, old mediocre Mostert didn't do much against Minnesota, but he has the command of this backfield, and I imagine if Tua plays, he will be 
he won't be running as much. So I think Mostert workload kind of remains the same here. But I think this is when you try to trade Mostert, especially if he has a big game, because if Tua is healthy, that run game goes away because it's Tyree killed today. <clears throat> so uh, you're touchdown dependent, but uh, I think you start Mostert here. Absolutely. And then Chase Edmonds, uh, you hold on to for now because you don't know what's going to happen. That sucks to even burn a roster spot with him. I know, but you just you got to hold him for now. Yeah. Um, so last week we saw Chase Claypool lead this wide receiving core. Um, you know, Kenny Pickett loves George Pickens. Trubisky loves Deontay Johnson. Neither of them did much last week, but they do have a semi-decent matchup here um, on this one. So I don't expect Claypool to do what he did last week. That We haven't seen that all year. I don't expect that to keep up. But Deontay is a wide receiver 2.5 for me. God, it's very frustrating. Having yeah, Deontay Johnson on your team. Oh, you can't. I mean, you can't sit Deontay Johnson, but uh, you're not necessarily happy about it um, on that one. On the, uh, the Miami side, uh, Pittsburgh is giving up the most yards to the wide receiver position in the league. So Tua is back. Hill is leading the league in receiving yards. He only has two touchdowns this week, but he gets one this week. He's an awesome possum play of the week for me. And Jalen Waddle is a little banged up, but you are starting him. You're not sitting jail. Actually, Waddle, honestly, I'm I would sit Waddle. And let me tell you why. Tua, Tua has not really liked Waddle. The only times Waddle's had good games is when like Tyreek Hill's like out of breath from catching 200 yards. <laughs> like they're like, yeah. all right, let's give him a break for a second. We'll throw to Waddle. I feel like I feel like Waddle's days are numbered, not in a bad way. Like he's obviously still a great receiver. All right, harbinger of death. Let's I, go harbinger out. Of death, <laughs> say, I don't know why every time I say something, it sounds like they're gonna die. It does but sound like it. I don't know. His I just days are numbered. There's something exactly. about Waddle that like he's had a couple good games, obviously, but like it's I, I guess he's not as bad as I thought. But I just I don't know. To me, it's like it's the Tyree Kill show, and then Waddle's an afterthought. But yeah, you should start Waddle. You well, got to start him against me. Pittsburgh, though. Don't listen to yeah. me. Start Waddle. Sorry. Okay. Uh, Dolphins win. Nope. Yeah, I like it. I got Steelers winning this. Wow. Okay. Big win against the Bucks. I'll take a take a fireball bet on that. Okay. I'll, take, down I'll fight you. You'll fight me? <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Joe's in a fighting mood tonight. All right. My dad, I'm fighting Joe. It's a good fight. On to this very exciting matchup between the New York Giants and the Jacksonville Jaguars at TIAA Bank Field. Um, Jacksonville. In some part of the stadium or in some part of the country. <laughs> it's in London. It will yeah, exactly. Um, in this game, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna keep it you know, I'm not gonna be lying to anyone here. I don't know which one of these players that you would want to start. Trevor Lawrence, I would not start. Um I don't think anybody on Jacksonville, as far as the tight ends go, is startable either. On the Giants' side of things, I'm interested in Daniel Bellinger a little bit, but I can't say that his volume has been enough to where you're definitely starting him. Um, and then Daniel Jones, I actually kind of like Daniel Jones as a like an actual football player, but as far as a fantasy quarterback goes, you're going to have to just eat it when he doesn't score a touchdown in a game. Just going to have to eat that. Do not start Daniel Jones. Don't listen. To him. I'm sorry. Well, you got four players on a bye. Like, ah, I get it. Stafford. Hopefully, Cousins. you got Garoppolo. Yeah, Giants are actually top ten against quarterbacks this year, which is kind of shocking to me. Well, thing is, Daniel Jones got those gazelle legs, and that's what keeps him relevant. Yeah, his, his Tom Brady's gonna is. like those uh, gazelle legs. <laughs> no, he's he's mad about those gazelle legs. 
He's anyway, losing the in, into the running backs. Saquon Barkley, Jackson's defense defense has been shredded by <clears> running backs all year, and you're looking for a great game for Saquon once again. You don't need me to tell you that. Uh, Jacksonville, Travis Etienne has done more with his carries for two straight weeks, but Robinson has been getting the exact same workload. Um, so play whoever you want against the Giants. Uh, they've been giving up 100 yards rushing to all teams so far. Um, and just, um, I don't know, imagine whoever you want is the best running back on this team because I'm not sure either. Hmm. I mean, I don't know. Robinson looked best the first three weeks. Etienne's looked best the last two weeks. I mean, it's it's just ever since they played the Eagles, man. Yeah. You just screwed him up. I screwed up James Robinson's head. Uh, wide receiver uh, defenses are king in on Christian Kirk. He is the clear cut wide receiver one on this team. So you're starting him, but temper expectations. The Giants defense really has been no joke. They're actually playing pretty well. Uh, Wandale Robinson is a guy that needs to be picked up. Keep an eye on him this week. He scored a touchdown last week. It was his first game. Um, yeah, I like Wandale Robinson. You're not going to start him, but I would not be surprised if he has the most points on this team by the end of the year. It was Marcus Johnson last week. It was David Stills three weeks ago. It was Darius Slayton last week. So I think one of these guys is eventually going to step up and be a little bit I, solidified. I like Wandale Robinson. I am in a bye week conundrum, and I am starting Wandale Robinson this week. I love it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good call. I mean, I know he had three or three catches on four targets or whatever, but um, we thought all year going into the the year that this was going to be the main guy at the receiving core. Obviously, none of it made any sense, and then Wandale came back and caught him <clears throat> immediately. So it's true. Um, I think the Jags win in at home here. I'm hoping, dude. I'm tired of the Giants. It's stupid. Thank you. I think they keep it rolling. All right, but we'll go Jags. Doug Peterson knows how to beat the Giants. It's fine. Um, Yeah, you would hope so. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, <clears throat> on to the exciting Monday night football game. I mean, we have had we've had some bad pro, uh, primetime games these last couple weeks. Hey, time they, out, time out. Monday night football has been pretty phenomenal. I, well, actually, never mind. Wait, never mind. I, say, I just watched a game this past weekend with the yeah. Broncos involved, and it yeah, was not. It was anything but. So, to make up for that, they have given us the Chicago Bears versus the New England Patriots in New England. Um, you put rain here, which is fun. I love, I love a like, I love a nice rainy day up in Gillette Stadium. It, it makes for a fun atmosphere. Um, Bears love playing in the rain. I, I, I think that that is at least fun to say. I would not start Cole Komet or Justin Fields, but they love playing in the rain, and they're going to have a hell of an umbrella fest on the sideline. I think this is possible light rain. I just put rain, and you oh, go. Nice. It says rain here. <laughs> <laughs> This is what happens when I intro the games. And then on the Patriots side of thing, if Mac Jones is back, no, please. No, I don't want any part of it. But if it's Bailey Zappi, give me all the Zappi hour energy that you have out there. I am down for the Zappi hour. He is a fantastic quarterback. And although I love Joe's bears defense, 
Bailey Zappi's got that special, well, you know, that special part of him in there. You know? Eating the cheeseburger, man. Eating the cheeseburger, man. You know he's going to hold on to that ball <laughs> in that rain. Exactly. And, you know, Bailey Zappi is that guy, and he's going to win in the rain if he is out there. Um. All right. So running backs, it's pretty easy here. But uh, I will say Chicago is kind of trending towards a committee of some sort. Um, I, I don't think it's quite there yet. Uh, obviously, Herbert broke off that big play. Um, I think you're keeping Herbert on the bench for now. It is still Monty's backfield. Um, unless you're feeling froggy or you're in a, a rough situation where you need to throw in a flex spot there with the, the bye weeks. But um, I think it's still Monty's backfield. But with that Herbert 60-some yard run, um, it was a great run, a great blocking too. So it's it wasn't anything against Monty. It wasn't like he wasn't doing anything. It was just one big run that Herbert got. So don't panic if you're a Monty, Montgomery owner, but keep an eye out for Herbert on the, he's not going on the waiver wire. So hopefully everyone kept him. <laughs> and in New England, it's Ramondre Stevenson. It's almost as if like, this is what all of the lot of the New England running backs could have done with the full workload. Uh, and it's kind of great to see one finally get one over Bel- and under Belichick. So he rolls here against the bears. The bears aren't stopping anything at all. Sorry, Joe. Uh, you start him everywhere and in daily. If you play Monday nights. Nice. You got to play Monday nights. That's when the hammer comes in. Like, no, I'm saying if you play like the full thing, like I would, I would have said awesome possum, but we don't do that here, Jeff. Billy doesn't no. like that. Okay. They told us we don't do that. It just huh? makes for, never mind. <clears throat> we'll get into it. Well, we're really sorry, Billy. We won't do that anymore. Um, if you're starting a wide receiver in this game, you have cojones the size of Mars. I I don't know. It's There's rain in the forecast, <laughs> so I assume Dante Pettis is going to catch a long touchdown in this one. Uh, uh, Darnell Mooney is starting to come on a little bit. He almost had a touchdown last week. Uh, Devontae Parker, he gets you a huge game once every 2.6 weeks. So uh, feel free to start him if you want. I Nobody. Don't even start any wide receivers here. We've always said Dante Pettis in the rain is a problem. <laughs> it's the one time he thrives. I actually We've been calling that for years, man. He's like, he's like a garden plant. Joe, I gotta disagree with you here. Mooney, in the rain. Mooney is playing this week on everyone's roster. He's got twelve, he got twelve targets last week. I understand it was against the Commanders, but he is it is part of their game plan now to get the ball to Mooney. Like yeah, something, I, something I, changed. I think Bill them. Belichick is going to fucking destroy Chicago in yeah. at home with a new coach and Fields at quarterback. I don't think the Bears are going to surpass 100 I think yards. eight yard eight passes completed for Well, they're all to I I was just about to say Mooney gets eight catches, 90 yards and a touchdown. More like eight There's catches no for 6 yards and a touchdown. That's the most they're, you're going to get out of him. Bill's going to put Panda Jack on him and they he's he isn't catching anything. Like Jack Jones, the cornerback that they got to replace JC Jackson has been amazing. And What's up with the Jacks up in New England? I don't know, but this guy's Panda Jack and that, this guy's out of the man. box. All right. He's well, great. who do you guys got winning this? Uh Patriots. New England. I got the Bears losing this. Sorry. Oh, okay, I, that was just for that was just no, 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 I do, I do think Mooney is due for a breakout, <laughs> and I think this is the game. I think it's one of the. It's always going to be one of those ones that's, you know, under the radar. Maybe I'm just speaking it into existence because I got Mooney in like six places. Maybe. Okay, we're gonna Throw go it out to, there. I like it. I do too. Um, all right, we're moving to Saints versus the Cardinals at State Farm Stadium. This is a dome. It's on Thursday night. Um, I would say this is going to be a fun game, except for Andy Dalton's involved with it, so I'm not going to. Oh say no, it. he's not. Jamie Winston's healthy officially. Oh, I just saw I just saw a thing that said Andy Dalton is starting for them. Oh, is he? 
Yeah, I saw he was. I saw he was healthy. He didn't have any question mark next to his name. No, it says banged up Saints likely to start Dalton at quarterback. Doesn't have a designation, but they have not named a starting quarterback yet. Well, let's put it this way: if, if Dalton's playing, I don't want any part of it. If Jameis is playing, I barely want something to do with it. Um, I don't like the problem is, and Joe will get into it with receivers, but like the Saints, without you know having healthy receivers, it's kind of a crapshoot. And you have a tight end out there by the name of Taysom Hill running around throwing passes like five or six times a game, which really makes you know messes into the quarterback fray. So I would say Taysom is probably the start as the tight end. I would not say to start either quarterback. I just don't trust him. And on the Cardinal side of thing, Ertz, Kyler, you're good to go there. No need to worry. I actually would have been worried about Zach Ertz had Marquise Brown stayed healthy. But since he's out, I don't think Robbie Anderson takes his role. I think Zach Ertz's fun to see role. Hopkins this week, though. I think Zach Ertz's role actually goes up with Marquise Brown out. Yeah. So sorry. All right, I'm I'm a running back guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Uh, two straight weeks of Kamara with 100 yards. He had 99 rushing last year. We're giving him 100. Uh, and without a quarterback or potentially with Winston limping back, he continues again with this hot streak. Um, and. I really hope we get one more game of Benjamin to see if he can do anything ever. Uh, he's looked awful. Uh, but then again, Connor, Connor did too. So I, you sit them both. I, I just, I feel like they're designing Kyler runs now. Uh, they're, they're just at the point where they're like, we don't have a running back and we get it. So don't, don't do it. That was easy. Nice. That was easy. Um, <clears throat> Thursday is the absolute death slate. Uh, the Saints have been getting absolutely skizzled through the air, and I expect Hopkins <laughs> to get right back to where he was last skizzled. year. He, he was not, not getting major yards last year, but he was getting touchdowns in bunches. So I think Hopkins returns to that form, and I want to say he's going to do it tomorrow, but it's Thursday. He was going to be my awesome possum, but I'm never playing a guy on Thursday night ever again. I'm, we don't I'm do never that doing here. it. Yeah, we don't do that I'm here. Never, we don't do that here. Uh, do not even think about Robbie Anderson. Uh, Randall Moore has quietly been a top 40 wide receiver the last three weeks. With Hollywood out, Moore is a very sneaky start. On the Saints side, Alave is a must-start at this point. The cards have been top six against wide receivers, but Thomas is out. Landry, we don't know. It's an absolute crap shoot behind Chris Alave. We saw Shahid score a uh, 44-yard rushing touchdown last week. We're seeing Taysom Hill score rushing touchdowns. The wide receivers behind Alave don't even mess with it. What about Tracon Smith, man? Everybody, no. uh, no, we're not back on him yet. I've never been on him. I will never be on him. And if yeah, you that's... start him, you are not a hot. <laughs> hey, man, if you're on him, you're on him. You know what I mean? You know what's crazy is Underdog put out a, <clears throat> a like guess the who scores the first touchdown this past week of like you know, on the Sunday slate, and you know everybody was putting out all the obvious answers. Traquan Smith was the first touchdown. I guarantee nobody in that comment section put Traquan Smith. So just, you know, hopefully he's not relevant. That would be a bad thing. He won't be when everybody gets healthy again anyway. That's the thing. Uh, no, yeah, I think Olave, the lock, though, especially if he plays. He still Olave technically has the, out, he still has the out designation, although they're saying he's gonna he has no designation on ESPN randomly. I saw he was out, and I was just like... If you listen to this podcast and you aren't starting Olave... You're high. We're, we're mad. At Unless you. you have absolute awesome options. I mean, Alave's got to be on your starting lineup at this point. That's like the Seriously. only person other than Kamara <clears throat> and Hopkins that I'm excited about playing. Well, and Ertz. In this okay. Game. Well, I think the Cardinals win this game. 
Uh, I, I'm rooting Cardinals every time I'm going against the Saints because we own their draft pick. Oh, good point. I like the Cardinals here. Okay. Yeah, a little clean sweep. Yeah. All right. Moving on to the Buccaneers versus the Panthers at Bank of America Stadium. Probably in... Carolina. It's the, pounding, the bro. home team is on the right, man. Get it together. Oh, is it that like that? Pounding, bro. Oh, nice. Yeah. Hashtag. You don't even know where your team plays. Uh, hashtag one pride. I've been a Lions fan my entire life. All right. On to the keep Buccaneers. Pounding. You're going to have Tom Brady, obvious start there. Um, whatever tight end, if it's Otten, you probably are good to at least put him out there. If you need a, if you absolutely need a tight end to put in the slot, Otten might be a guy to put out there with Brait out. Um, the I, if you if you have a Panther on your roster, I'm going to make fun of you openly. So no, nothing. I don't care if Darnold's back. I don't care if you have Tommy Trimble, Ian Thomas. I don't care anybody that you have a Panther on your team. Uh, it's not named Christian McCaffrey. I'm making fun of you openly. What wow. about DJ Moore? Nope, <laughs> making right. fun of you openly. All right, good to know. Good they got DJ Moore. They're not a possible. Joe, you can get to DJ Moore soon. Uh, but yeah, I, I'm not even going to say his name. I is fine. <laughs> like I have been telling you, uh, sure, most of it's coming in trash time. But does that surprise you with this team? Uh, there are some trade rumors swirling, so keep an eye on that. Uh, but if he goes somewhere, I think his value stays the same or goes way up, depending on the team. So I mean, you're you're fine. Uh, and then Tampa Bay, this is your last chance to join the Rashad White Club. Uh, Joe and Billy founded this club back with their bare hands pre-draft at the uh, Senior Bowl. Um, and basically at this point, Tampa Bay is playing a Juco defense this week. So I think there's a great chance that Rashad White sees number one extended action. And Fournette hasn't really been averaging, has only been averaging 3.6 yards with the starting job. But White is the pass catching back right now. Uh, Fournette is getting less and less of that those duties. So go pick him up right now, and this is your last chance because it's against Carolina. And keep him on your roster. Do not drop him if he has a bad game here. Don't be like, Josh told me to pick him up. Um, obviously, you're starting Fournette. That's, that's fine. Uh, but it is worth a gamble in White with the bye week scenario or if you're just in a deep league. But I actually really like White this week. Nice. Yeah. Rashad White's this- that dude. I think this is the like he's the number one person on the waiver wire next week, and people are like, "You should go get Rashad White," and be like, "Oh, really? Now?" I've got him everywhere. Thirty points. I got him in like three leagues, just sitting on my bench. Someone offered me a trade. Uh, who's the Jets wide receiver that we forgot about? Elijah no. Moore. Elijah yeah, Moore. Elijah yeah. Moore. Someone offered me Elijah Moore for him, and I was like, "No, I would drop him before I traded him." Damn. Sorry. Anyway. Wow. Yeah. Wow. All right, Joe. Uh, that's upsetting. Um, for uh, Tampa Bay, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin get great matchups here. Evans is an automatic start. Godwin is playing limited snaps, but he's getting a ton of work when he is in Carolina. You're starting no one. Not even going to say his name. Uh, could this be the Terrace Marshall big playing time game? Please, 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 please. I've been waiting my whole life for this moment. Fair enough. I agree. Terrace Marshall should have a have a role at this point with Robbie Anderson out. So hopefully. no Panthers on your roster. Stay strong out there, folks, except for CMC. All right. One so pride. we think Tampa's going to win this one. So the Bucks win unless Frankie Louvu is there, and then it's a coin flip. Dude, Louvu, man, he Louvu is he the greatest game. defensive player of all time. He is great. He really is. He is the best defensive player in the history of football. And if he's in there, it's a coin flip. 
telling uh, you. I don't know. Jordan Hicks. Or was it Jordan Hicks? Who had like 20? Oh, Singleton. Singleton. Had like 24 tackles last week. Mm-hmm. Wild. It was wild. All right. Bucks win unless Lulu plays. All right. On to Texans versus the Raiders at Allegiant Stadium. Um, Texans, I think you're not playing Davis Mills. Let's not get cute. Brevin Jordan might be back this week, which does interest me slightly. But if you, you know, the tight end position, like we've said, is such a crapshoot that, like, you know, somebody is always going to have a weird week. This could be his weird week. Who knows? Um, the Raiders, on the other hand, Derek Carr, I think you're going to stick with him as your starting quarterback, probably. Um, he, he is getting a lot of pa- passing work, but it's not exactly always good work. But Texas have a bad defense and they're trying to lose. So I could see it working out. You can't start Waller. I, I just you, you can't. I don't. I, you probably have to, but like I wouldn't. He's just not getting enough work. They have phased him out of the offense pretty completely. And I, unless I see something come across the line that they are going to try to get him more involved, I don't see that changing. So I don't think you can start Waller. He was injured week five. He he played the week before that. Didn't do well either. Yeah, a couple weeks before that, he didn't do well. Like he he's not involved. Like I don't. They keep trying to get Matt Collins involved, man. They do it. keep. I don't understand Matt Collins. Let's just talk about. Let's not talk about that. Actually, Joe, you can talk about that in a second. Uh, running backs. We'll clear this up real quick. Two running backs in this game, and they're both starting on everyone's roster. You don't need me to tell you that. But one thing. So Jacobs, obviously, he's been doing really well, which is great. But my favorite part, of the ticket, <clears throat> uh, ticket of news, tidbit of news, was Lovey wants to get Pierce the ball twenty times every week. And so do we. Let's go. Let's get it. Let's absolutely get it. That one was easy for me. Sorry. No. This one's going to be pretty easy. I love uh, Devonta Adams and Renfro here. Mac Hollins is not it, and Waller is banged up. Renfro should get massive targets in this one. Cooks, hopefully, has a get-right game here. Uh, you're starting those three guys uh, and no one else. Nice. Um. Raiders win because Houston's trying to lose. But what about Matt Collins? I mean, he's not it. Ex-Eagle Matt Collins? Ex-Eagle Matt Collins. We need to bring it up sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I got got LV too here. LV LV. to the moon. LV to the moon. Vegas. All right. Moving on to the pathetic Packers versus the comical commanders in (laughs) FedEx Field in... Washington. Nice. Wow. I, this guy. I know. I'm nailing it. Um, does it have rain next to it? Nope. It, no is, rain. it does. No rain. Oh, there is rain. Wow. Damn. I missed the last one. Is Dante Pettis playing? Um, Dante yeah. Pettis is not playing in this he game. He is going to get picked up by the commanders at halftime. All right. <laughs> so, do you start Aaron Rodgers? Now, this is an interesting question here. Um, he is not been good this season yet. He has yet to have a good game. I would he's say had, he's had three 20 plus games or four maybe, but that's it. He has not been great to say the least. And I don't think I personally, I don't know. Uh, Tony and the onion, definitely. Okay. Starting him. He has been good. Not great, but as the tight end positions gone this year, he's been okay. Uh, the commander side of things, uh, Wentz has fallen off of a cliff, but you know what? Maybe he's still holding on for dear life. Maybe he gets back up off the cliff. I don't know. Uh, he's, Packers- he's out for four to six weeks. Oh, yeah, he is with the Heineke. thumb injury. Heine- yeah. Nope. Okay, never mind then. Nope. Don't want Heineke. Don't want Logan Thomas. <laughs> You're all good. 
<laughs> yeah, we're done. We're done. Good. Oh, uh, running back wise, I want to I want to be clear here. Both of these teams are not great against running backs, and like someone should do good, but I don't know who that someone is yet. So I'm I, I'm let's run let's run through this real quick. For some reason, the Commanders are forcing the ball to Brian Robinson. We talked about that earlier, uh, and. You know, we got uh, Gibson, who has clearly looked better, but we're sitting him. And then we got McKissick, who they signed over from Buffalo and matched the offer, and he's basically non-existent in the pass game. Uh, and then Green Bay loses twice in a row, and both their running backs appear to be absent from the game plan. I expect to see a heavy dose of them with Rodgers kind of banged up, too. He, I think he has a finger injury or something as well. But it's just annoying from a fantasy perspective with these guys because, like, all of these guys should be scoring points. Like, if... Other than maybe Brian Robinson, nothing against him, but Gibson, Jones, Dylan should all have a role. And I, I don't know, just be pissed off at this one. You're you're playing Jones. You're you're thinking about Dylan, probably playing him as well. And then Washington, I think you're staying away from the ten foot pole. I mean, yeah. there's a there's a good chance that they with they're not going to trust Heineke to throw the ball very much. So you might be getting more involved with the running backs. But but who are you starting? You can't start any. I mean, Brian Robinson, you're starting for sure. But like the other two, until we see exactly what they plan to do, I don't think you can start him this week. Even if Brian Robinson gets 15 carries and he goes out there for 50 yards, he had he didn't. I don't think he caught a ball. I don't think he was targeted once. If he doesn't score a touchdown, you're screwed. At least Gibson gave you upside in the pass game. Yeah, well, can't start him if they're only going to give him. Might just be the McKissick game because Green Bay is going to blow him out of the water. Whoa. And then in that case, maybe Gibson gets more work. They did say they want to get yeah. him involved. I just can't tell you with good faith to start a Washington commander running back. Yeah. yeah. I just think the Packers are pissed. And <laughs> at some point they're just going to have to give Aaron Jones like 15 carries and they're throw him splitting the ball six, it. It's like times. 10. I know, but Aaron Jones is clearly the better running back. Nothing against AJ Dillon, but Aaron Jones is your star player and they're going to have to get him going because it's not working. I don't care what they do. Split halves for all I care. Whoever gets a 20 yard run, just run him the ball the entire time. Like it's just, it's annoying. Sorry. And not to mention like the Packers have sucked. And if they just shoved the ball with Aaron Jones down the other team's throats, they probably would have beat both the Gi- the giants and the jets. So all right. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, this one pissed me off. Yeah. But again, I think we're going to get a pissed off green Bay here. Uh, this is the Alan Lazard game, Washington giving up. 1.7 touchdowns a game and 200 yards. They are just lousy to the wide receivers here. Um, Rogers is going to be really angry. He's going to come out throwing. Dubs has been getting some great work and should be seeing a really soft matchup. I like Dubs and Daly. No one else here uh, on the Green Bay side. McLaurin should get right here. The pack is a tough matchup. He's going to see Jair Alexander, but he has that chemistry with Heineke. He's going to throw him a couple hospital balls. McLaurin might get hurt in this one, but McLaurin's going to put up some points. Not before he catches a touchdown for 80 yards. <laughs> Guaranteed. Uh, Jahad Dotson should play in this one. Um, and, you know, Curtis Samuel, he's a solid player. I, he dropped two really easy balls. So I don't know if I would continue to trust Curtis Samuel, but he has been pretty awesome up to last week. So I think he saw him as a flex in this one. Okay. Do you guys think Curtis Samuel is going to continue this shit? Uh, no, because I thought last week would have been a perfect situation for him, and he yeah. failed. So. It should have been if he just would have caught the damn ball. Well, that's true. 
Yeah, I actually do like McLaurin a lot with Heineke coming back. I was actually, once again, I never like swap dropping, not that you would drop McLaurin, but I hate like dropping people whenever there's a change of quarterback. So like Samuel might just be like completely eliminated though. Like Wentz likes Samuel. Like, well, they need Jahan Dotson back to be honest. Ron loves <laughs> Curtis Samuel. So that's fair. I'm not saying they won't scheme it up, but I'm thinking Ron McLaurin won't have a job for very much longer no, this season. I Is it think. Nathaniel Hackett or? Riverboat Ron that's gone. It's for. Riverboat Ron because there's no way the Broncos are going to admit failure in the middle of the season. There's just like, no I way. mean, dude, the Walmart guy just bought the team. He's all for just firing After people. the season, I think so. But the, this season, I think they're just Also, the now. Broncos are at least tr- looking like a team. Uh, it's got to be embarrassing to be the commanders and look at look up, look up at the standings and go, damn, we're screwed. Yeah. Not like, sure. at least there's still a chance for the Broncos right now. It doesn't seem like there's even a chance for Washington. It'll be better than the Raiders, at least. Yeah. Anyway, Green Bay finally wins. Maybe. Green Bay wins, but man, would it shock me if the Commanders won? Nope. Dude, if they lost three straight to Giants, Jets, Commanders. Well, they're losing to the Bills next week. So, I mean, they, if they have to win this one, or it's going to be a five-game skid. God, I would love it. Hey, let me soapbox <laughs> these damn Packers fans for a minute here. Uh, yeah, here we go. Y'all lost two really embarrassing games. As a Bears fan, it just tickles my fancy to freaking see that. <laughs> but you bitches on your community, being, oh, I renounce my fandom in this team. I hate this team. Oh, why did I deserve this? This team sucks. Go fuck yourself, dude. I've seen this shit for like 30 years. Aaron Rodgers, Brett Favre just come in. Win, 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 win. You lose two shitty games in a row. And you're, I renounce my fandom. Get fucked, Packers fans. As a Lions fan, Joe, I agree that the vision is as a mess. If Don't we Packers, just say cheese dicks, If the man. Packers are deciding that they, uh, you know, are trying to renounce their fandom, screw as, that. As an Eagles fan, I don't give a fuck what happens anywhere else. Just my birds all day. And uh, we, we lose, we win, we still win because we tell thanks, the other team to go fuck that. themselves. I feel that. I might be on you that just, boat next huh, week. Do you just listen to Dreams and Nightmares every day on repeat? Every single oh, day. Yeah. Bill, yes, for sure. Yeah. I listen, day, personally, I listen to Eminem every day, but Philly fans, I can understand listening to Meek Mill. All right. I listen to Yay. Actually, hold on. That crazy anti Semitic <laughs> shit. Hold on, so. real quick. I, I want to say. It's pretty ironic that uh, the Eagles fans had Jill Biden in attendance, and then they were they put this clip of them booing Jill Biden or saying uh, FJB, and it was literally a Tennessee game. Like it wasn't actually even the audio from the game. Yeah, like, the, it was a Tennessee doc- football game, and it's just going viral. And it's like that's not actually what happened though. But like at the same doctored time, clips seem to be making the rounds quite a few ways. Um, fake you know, news, man. You out of Philly fans though. Fake news. No, I'm not actually. I actually think I tweeted something along the lines of I was kind of sad. I well, a few years ago, the Chiefs booed Freedom, which was bizarre on the first game or first game they had, and they had you know a Freedom thing out there, and the Chiefs fans just booed them off the field. It was it was the weirdest thing. All right. Moving on to Colts versus Titans in Tennessee. Um, oh, I think we're starting Matt Ryan, and I don't think any anything else needs to be discussed about this game, to be honest with you, from the tight end and quarterback uh, decision. Matt Ryan seems to have figured it out. Seems to. I I, I hesitate to, you know, hesitate to say that. For a bi-week fill-in, I, I get it. It, this. exactly but i'm saying like i hesitate to even say it because now that i've said it i've spoken it into existence it's not going to happen he's going to put up four points but he's been confident the past two weeks not to step on joe's toes here but alec baldwin alec baldwin <laughs> anyway alec, moving alec on Pierce. here that's point is mute uh jelani woods is the jerome bettis of tight ends here and i think he catches one this week billy 
I think so too. Alec Baldwin. That's one of the really Baldwin Alec. shot. You a have guy. not made one that bad. You have not uh, made a name oof. like flip up that bad. Uh, anyway, I'll just get into the running time. backs. I'll let Joe talk about everything else. Uh, Alec Baldwin and stuff. Uh, anyway, running back matchup for the ages here. Hopefully slated. Uh, first installment of the year for Henry V. Taylor. Hopefully. Taylor is expected back, and Deion Jackson should slide right back to that bench and free agency where he came, or potentially into Hines' role if he's not available to play. But why was Jackson treated so well in the past game, but not Taylor? That's what kills me. Better player? Nope, not true. (laughs) Fire up whoever's healthy for Indy, and welcome back after the bye, King Henry. Alec Baldwin is... Is really solid, guys. Now, Alec <laughs> Pierce, man, he's looking really good now. For he's whatever reason, they want to get Strachan involved and uh, you know Paris Campbell and all that stuff. But Alec Pierce is the number two on this team. We're going to see him continue to get more work. He gets a really good matchup in this one. Michael Pittman gets a juicy, juicy matchup against the Tennessee Titans, who are the third worst secondary in the NFL. Like I said, guys, lots of bad defenses here. So. This should be a low-scoring game, but Matt Ryan is hitting his stride, like Billy said. So when he goes out and puts up four points, don't blame us, but he shouldn't. He should be able to feed his wide receivers. Now, on the Tennessee side, I guess I like Robert Woods. I don't really know. I'm, I'm just, ba- I'm just bailing on Tennessee completely. Yeah, it's hard to hard. To yeah, I actually on. just dropped Robert Woods, so I, I feel. Like... <clears throat> yeah, bad year. Um, I think the Colts win. Colts are turning it around here. I think I think Matt Ryan is hitting a stride, so yeah, I think so too. Four point it's Matty. It's weird because like man, they looked so dead to begin the season. So I don't know what happened. They have a good team though. Their defense is good, or at least decent. And then Well, I think Jonathan like, I think Jonathan Taylor was the bad part of the offense, honestly. Like they've looked good ever since he's been out. Well, there was no pass game, and then it's easy to stop a running back when that's the only thing they have. Well, like I said, common denominator here, Jonathan Taylor is ruining the Colts. Book it. All right, on to the Jets versus the Broncos at Empower Field at Mile High. Cannot believe that's the actual name of the stadium. That is the actual name. That is the worst. Okay, Jets side of things. Uh, not Zach Wilson. No, thank you. Um, I'm probably not. No, no, no Jets. Never mind. I don't want any Jets. Mile High Field is a, a horror place for you know players that aren't ready, and I think anybody on the Jets that's a tight end or a quarterback is not ready. Um, on the Bronco side of things, I guess you're still going to have to trust Russell Wilson, I guess. I, I mean, I've said I guess three times now, and I don't know what else to do. You have him on your, your offense. You think that this is going to be the week, and then he's going to end up throwing two picks to Sauce Gardner. Don't know what you want to do there. Um, tight inside, my awesome possum play of the week is Mr. Greg Dolchich from the Broncos. He has come back. I mean, his first game back, he looked, He hit that 36-yard touchdown in stride. Looked phenomenal. And I think that he's at least going to have one of those plays this week. And if Russ actually kind of builds up a rapport since, you know, he doesn't care about Sutton or Judy or any of the other players on the team that you can throw a ball to, he's not really built much with them. But Greg Dolchich, first week out there, you know, it looks great with the connection. So hopefully that is something that we could build on. Albert O was officially benched. Um, thank you, PFF, for telling everybody that he was the fifth ranked tight end in Dynasty, you dumbasses. Um, no thank shame. you for saying that. You stupid ass. Never mind. I don't know. It's the last game. We're not drunk, I promise. And Greg Dolchitz is going to go hard for not to, Let's wrap. 
not to agree with Billy for once, but uh, Dolchich was wide open on a bunch of plays, by the way, too, that Russell missed. So, mm-hmm. like, they're going to go back and see that film. They're going to like that. And there's going to be a lot of action to him. So, yeah, completely agree with that. Uh, <clears throat> and speaking of uh, bad takes, my fireball bet is not looking great about the Jets. Brees Hall is firmly planting himself inside that top 10 running back, and he seems to just be getting better and better each week. Michael Carter is no slouch and has done great with the small amount of work he has been given. So hold on to Carter for now. But Brees Hall is my last awesome possum play of the week this week. Uh, the man is just too good not to be on the field. And Zach Wilson looks like balls. Uh, Den- <laughs> uh, Denver's-, <laughs> Denver's train wreck of a backfield is just wild. We talked about this in the first podcast. If you made it this far, you should have listened to the last one too, but uh, apparently Gordon is going to get the start this week, according to Hackett and Lat Murray just looked absolutely terrible. Uh, the Broncos didn't get enough snaps in the second half, apparently, but you know how you get more snaps. You get more first downs, uh, stay away from this backfield backfield, uh, and hold on to Gordon for at least one more week. Yikes. I like it. Um, wide receivers, uh, guys, I don't really know here. Cortland Sutton gets a really favorable matchup, but the way the Broncos are playing, who knows? Who knows? I would be trying to buy the Denver skill position guys all day. They have to get it right. They're way too talented. It's going to turn around. The On the Jets dip. side, what's up? The Denver dip. The Denver dip. Buy it. The, uh, the Jets side, no one. I mean, Wilson was really good with Flacco or – yeah, Garrett Wilson was really good with Flacco, not Wilson to Wilson. Elijah <laughs> Moore is non-existent. He's on a milk carton somewhere. Braxton Berrios seems to be the only guy that Zach Wilson really is trying to get the ball to. So it's your uh, running backs on the Jets. No one else. I-, I like Sutton. I don't think you can trust Judy right now. I really don't. But I would try to get him. Try to I, get him on my team. I actually will say, Joe, I for once agreed with you after watching that game. Judy looked freaking terrible. Like not only was Russell like throwing terrible balls to him, but like there was a play where I, I literally watched him give up on the play and he could have like, it was like Russ was scrambling and instead of trying to run to get open, he literally was just blocking and the guy would like totally have ran him over by the time Russell got there. And yeah, it was almost like, why didn't you just like turn left and like go get open? Like, I feel like he's missing that aspect. It's like, if he doesn't, Alabama was so quick. It's like, if he doesn't get the ball immediately, he's not getting the ball. And like, I feel like, I think it's a coaching thing more so than anything. I don't think it's Judy's talent level because he can do He's good talented things. talented as hell, and that was never my argument. But he does quit, man. It's just like we saw it with Antonio Brown. We see it with great wide receivers. When their quarterback's in trouble, they come back to him and try to help him. Jerry Judy? Uh-uh. No, and Jerry the, Judy the was trying to help him in a, the wrong way. Like, yeah. that was the problem. No, he, he wasn't trying to help him. Uh, I think the Broncos win this one. Um, just because they their defense is very good, and I don't think I just don't think that Denver at home is a is a loser. No, but I do uh, have to throw out an awesome possum defense of the week, and that is the Jets' defense. They are very wow. cheap, and I think they're going to take advantage of Russell. <clears throat> that defense looked really good last week. Don't hate that play. I will say, Jets fans, I'm sorry to say it might be coming to an end for you because after the Broncos. You face the Patriots, the Bills, the Patriots the next three weeks. That mm. is not looking good. I mean, then you face the Bears. So, I mean, you have some light at the end of the tunnel, but obviously, those next three weeks are going to be the Bears are going to figure it out by then. 
Probably will. We really will. We'll have a wide receiver one by then. Yeah, wide receiver trade. But okay, well that's that wraps up our game previews for this week. So, without further ado, um, does, does one of you want to read off the awesome possum lineup just to? Beat, yeah, I got it. Know, just to round oh, it up. We, we have Mr. Dak Prescott as our quarterback. Uh, Mr. Ken Walker, Brees Hall as our running backs. We have Amari Cooper, Tyreek Hill, and Renfro as our wide receivers. Dolchek at tight end and Lamb in the flex. And then I believe Joe said the Jets, but I actually put this lineup in FanDuel and I was able to get Tampa Bay's defense as well. So depending on where you can, what you can get for the defense, we don't really care about that because team defense is trash. IDP all the way. Ain't that IDP true. all day, baby. Um, before we get out of here, though, I just want to say to you, to everyone out there that is, is going to be you know with us through this whole offseason and drafting next year, listen to our lineup. We just had Ken Walker and Brees Hall as two of our plays for this week because we think that they're going to be that good in the game. Rookie running backs are an actual thing that, like, you know, they're going to get kicked down the road at the, you know, next year's draft. But just remember that they're there. Try to latch on to them because, like, they're, you know, most rookie running backs that go high are actually worth it. And it's not just dynasty brain from us trying to make them happen. Offenses, when they draft a running back, they're planning to use them. Doesn't matter if they're going to go in the second or third round. The plan is for them to get on the field. I just feel like we need to get that out there and get ahead of it now. And to to be honest, like Ken Walker, that was a that was a commitment to keep him on your bench for that long. And if you got him out of free agency, you are lucky because someone was an idiot. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, we have Brees Hall and Damian Pierce in the top fifteen right now. Yeah, and, and Ken Damian. Walker is on his way. So I just like we we all thought, and this is us included. We thought when they got drafted to the Jets, we're like, oh, they're gonna split carries. Well, Brees Hall doesn't. He's not splitting carries. When when Damian Pierce went to the Texans, we're like, oh, he's a great running back, but he got put in a bad situation. He's now the starting running back. Still putting a hundo. Ken Walker goes to the situation in Seattle, and Joe even told you Rashard Penny is not going to last the full season. We're on week six now, or week seven now, and it's Ken Walker's show, and you have a starting running back for the entire season. So, you know, when we are mentioning those things, we're not just trying to be, you know – really boisterous about the running backs like they're actually going to be useful the the team that drafted them wants to use them truth just felt like we need to get that out there truth. anyway right. we're done we're done Thank on our know. soapbox we'll we'll be back next week to get some more soapbox stuff out of the way because we got sure. plenty of those but check us out on all the socials you know what they are if you don't listen to the rest of our podcast we tell you exactly what they are and go check us out on youtube that's uh somewhere where we put some of this content out there and you can see our smiling beautiful faces and Joe's COVID face. Oh, wow. COVID beard. COVID beard. I love COVID the beard, beard, by the way. You got to keep that going on. It, c- come go to YouTube channel. Go see Joe's beard. Anyway, we're getting out of here. Check us out. Good luck in your, your league, leagues this week. All right. One pride. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.